morning, good evening, and good afternoon to all the geeks out there in our little geekdom, and welcome to another Our Little Geekdom. Yes, this is episode number 43. And yes, he And I have returned from the sickbed. <laughs> Look at me, I'm alive. I'm alive and talkative, and I'm not, I'm not dying. <laughs> Sorry for those of you who wanted to see that. <laughs> anyway, yes, we have a special guest here today. It is the one... Do you want to say something? <laughs> I think he was laughing. Okay. Uh, we have a very special guest here today. This special guest is none other than the one, the only, Bill Masuko. Welcome, 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 welcome. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I was like, we're doing this. Hi. But well, that's because he's used to it, because he, he, he appears on panels and, and on stage, and people always oh, cheer, and he's just like, oh, yeah, goodness. hi, hi. The Queen's Wave. <laughs> I, 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 can, I can hype it up. Hey, everybody! Uh, thank you so much for having me. This is such a pleasure to be here. Uh, this feels fake, so I'm going to stop. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, thank you, thank you. It's... Uh, it's, it's it's always good it's always good to see your faces um like watching episodes is one thing but like i miss having like in con in con chats um, <laughs> or just being able to just walk around and wave and, and, and see friendly faces it's yeah oh it's been a while so it's good to see you yeah it is it is kind of hard without without being in the or without being able to go to the cons and stuff like that and actually you know sit and chat to people and things like that i agree with you 100 percent there unfortunately we, we we don't get to go to the same cons as, as you guys anymore because we're all the way up here in scotland so it makes life a little bit more difficult for us yeah. but we will still be a making little, our way back yeah we will we'll make our way back sorry we have to we have to go to south africa it's where we're from and we have to see our con friends and all of that so mm -hmm. we will return for yeah. some festivals yeah, can't come back for some of the festivals and stuff. I hear the, the whispering, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, for those of the people who, who don't know you, tell us a bit more about who you are and what you uh, do. Uh, like, this is this is one of those questions that's like so broad. And then when you get it, it's like, who am I actually? Um, and like, there's the gap between who I am and what I do. I'll try juggle juggle those two as best as possible. Um, I am Bill Masuku, obviously you introduced me. I am a, I want to say Southern African content creator because I'm from Zim, but I, a lot of my work is in South Africa. Yeah. Uh, born and raised in Harare, Zimbabwe. Uh, I drew, I drew from a very young age as most artists do. Um, it'll be weird to find out that you can draw like when you're 22. <laughs> Because like you, you settled into your personality already. Um, but for me, I guess as soon as I was like four, four or so, mm. I was drawing. Got into anime fairly early as well, um, and then it's just been like failing upwards since then. Uh, I went to Rhodes University in South Africa, uh, so you know, lots of lots of drinking, uh, self exploration, and stuff like that there. And um, then when I came back to Zim. Uh, I decided I wanted to just draw full time, uh, which you know, good mistakes, um, mm. because there's no, there's no like local content creator industry here. So as much as I'm drawing, I'm also like networking and building and talking to people and being like, hey, what's your skill set? You know, how can we collaborate? Blah blah blah. And eventually, 
um, I ended up working at this company called Kugali in Nigeria. They make some dope stuff. And then uh, recently uh, started working on some secret Netflix projects. So that's 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 the summation. If you want like one paragraph of what, <laughs> what I am and who I am. Um, so yeah. And you write books too. Yes. And you oh, write damn. Books uh, and, and I write books. Um, Forgot yeah, so one, at you? one of these Comic Cons, <laughs> I know I, bro, like, <laughs> um, on any given day, I'm like, I, it's hard. It's hard sometimes. Um, it's easier. It's easier to forget, um, because yo, writing is so hard, guys. Like drawing is easy. Like everyone's just like, oh, two likes. You can't post like a paragraph on, on Instagram and get likes. <laughs> no one cares about your paragraph on Instagram. Um, yeah, yeah, I wrote books. People are too lazy. Everyone's like making audio book. I'm like, how? How? I got, I got shit audio quality. So, like, I'm I'm just doing my best. I'm um, doing my best. God yes, I write uh, two. Bo- I'm I'm doing my best. God damn it. Um, uh, I've got two books out right now. Uh, Misfortunism and the sequel, Psychophagy. Uh, kind of sad books. Uh, because they're mostly about my university experience. Um. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. I kind of, I kind of put a twist on it by making, making like adding magic to the to the thing. So it's not an autobiography. I am just trying to complete a twenty thousand word book, and that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. If, there's, if there's anything else I've forgotten, please remind me. Uh, You're the creator of Captain Salafik. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Damn it! Um, like. God damn it, you guys. Um, you guys come on um right so when i was in south africa uh maybe in 2013 um i was like i want to make superheroes but like i don't know what kind of superhero i want to make and south africa is just such a cool place just to to live and think about and fantasize about that sounds nasty don't take that out of and so so my my first superhero was captain south africa and it was just this like buff black dude in spandex and i'm like what am i doing <laughs> i spent like two issues just like not knowing what i wanted to write about um <laughs> and eventually after dating a couple of people uh they changed my like introspection and my view on the world so i was like you know what these people are kind of inspiring the people i dated and so it kind of shifted the way i wanted to write books because now i had something to say um and so I took that inspiration and put it on the page, and I was like, okay, cool. Captain South Africa is now a woman. It's not like I, I gender-bent gender him or whatever. No, the, there's, there's a successor. So the, the first, the buff dude, he's still alive and well. Um, I was just like, the world <coughs> continues onwards um, with this new story. Um, mm. Because I hate reboots. Kind of, kind of, yeah, no, I hate reboots. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to go on like a 20-minute tangent uh, uh, you about know, a universe. You, I don't like people who reboot things. Um, they, 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 you do a reboot and you screw it up. That's the whole thing because Oof. it'll never be what it was if you reboot it. So, so don't bother. Mm-hmm. Just do something new. Hundred mm-hmm. percent agree. The world carries on. I like your, I like your take oh. on that. It's better than Captain South yeah. Africa 2.0. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Like, oh man. So a lot of people, especially local content creators, are trying to make universes in their in their stories, and it's like, bro, just. 
make make one thing for a long time rather than try to work out how space works in your universe especially if you're working out of like Brakban like if Brakban <laughs> is, <laughs> is the center of you center of your story we shouldn't worry about aliens like just work work on making as real of a Brakban as possible that's that's always my policy well that would be the best no way shade to, to Brakban yeah, yeah. Brakban no, no can be the but that can be the universe <laughs> yeah <sighs> Like, so there's, there's lots of cartoons that... Oh, sorry. No, it's not your fault. She was busy bumping it, my mind. It can be Bractonia or Bractonia or Bractopia. Or Cuckpad. Yes. Bractopia. Okay. That's more accurate. Um, mm-hmm. Now you're making a documentary, sir. <laughs> um... <laughs> Isn't that sort of the idea? Um... <laughs> No, we do superheroes, no, not documentaries. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, some, um, yeah, we'll call him what? Buck, Buck, the hero of Kakpan. There you go. It's now a superhero. The hero superpower is the PK. Um, <laughs> One so. massive boost clap for those of you who live in Scotland. If you don't know what a boost clap is. It's a really hard smack that can knock you down. He just slapped you once in the face and you fall over. It's called a boots club. <laughs> yes, you can swear. You can you swear. Ko this. in the distance. Exactly. Okay. Swear, yes. Okay. Swear. It's, it's 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 um, we 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 don't we don't hide swearing on our channel. It's it's uh, um. Our editor okay. tried, but then after a while, yeah. he realized it's not worth it. Yeah, it's it's not worth it wasting your time <laughs> trying to stop me from swearing because I I, I generally. I will pop off a couple every once in a while. I mean, I'm not as bad as some people on, on, on YouTube, but, you know, I, I do swear. So, and I'm not going to stop other people from swearing. If that's what you do, you do it. I'm not censoring you, Mabri. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, um, so you can call it a post-club. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a post-club. Um, I'm also foreign, so, like, you know, I don't want to mispronounce no man. Like, I'm, I'm still... I'm still trying to learn some of the, the vernacular. As, uh, Dude, I'm, I'm a Soti. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Soti, bro. So, so <laughs> speak, speaking of records for me is not 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 exactly the the, the, the forefront of what I do. <laughs> I always mispronounce records. <laughs> yeah, you're you're an artist. Like you, my... should, you, you should make a, a doctor vernacular or like an evil vernacular person. When, when Trevor Noah was still funny, yeah. <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers. <gasps> We're spoiling what he's gonna do. It's a secret. I'm sorry. Like... No, it's all good. Like, anytime I see the South African news, um, I'm like, oh, that's a new idea. Like, there was that one time, um, the, the, there was that pastor, he was spraying his congregation with, like, doom bug spray. Oh, yes, I remember <laughs> that. Like, like, blessed doom. <laughs> Immediately, I was like, "This is a plotline for the pastor of doom," and I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> yeah. This is so easy to write content in South Africa, dude. Just um, watch South African it's, it's politics a bit for a day. <laughs> You'll have two years of content." <laughs> oh man! So I used to be a stand-up comedian, um, and yeah, like for training, we just like watched, just watch the news, because um, like half of, half of it is current affairs, and, and the other half is like putting a spin on it um yeah i think i think it was also trevor where it was like politicians are taking our jokes 
because they did like <laughs> at, at at what point are you not just a news reporter um, yeah i remember john fliss was saying yeah, that as well <laughs> yeah it was very comedy funny. comedy um it was it was it was damn hilarious it was fucking hilarious um <laughs> Comedy was a bit wild in terms of my career because I hadn't planned on being a comedian. I was I was in comedy for three four years, um, and no, so I'm Fuck sitting you, in one of my management tutorials. Fuck you, cat. Um, sitting in one of my management tutorials. <laughs> I have I have FOMO. No one's bumping my microphone. I don't know what metaphor that's for, but um, <laughs> well, it's it's, it's it's so hard. It's so hard. Being a, a comedian, um, because mm. damn, like all the jokes, all the jokes are taken, right? Yeah. Um, all, all the good jokes, and you know the way people, the way the audience is changing over time. Yeah. Um, so I guess like the best comedy that I've that I've experienced is just talking about yourself and and putting yourself into your work, and that's exactly the same with like comic book work. Yeah. Um, which is why I messed up with the first Captain South Africa. It was basically like the equivalent of a knock-knock joke. Guy loses his parents, <laughs> you know, puts, a, puts on a costume. Like you're not you're not doing anything <laughs> new. But like when you start putting yourself into your work, that's when I wouldn't say it's getting better. <laughs> it just means it's more authentic, you know. Yeah, I get what you mean. You see, you see, that's that's the that really is the very big difference between what I do and what you do, because um, you know. Not, not, I'm talk, not talking about content creation. I'm talking about my other, my other, other thing that I do that I've done my entire life. Um, I don't ever, music. I, I don't ever actually inject myself into into the, um, the 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 songs or the music. I, I just when I create the songs and stuff like that, it's someone else, but it's something that I've experienced, so I have experience with it. So, that's how I work. Uh-huh. <laughs> so and also I, I, I mean I, that, I like that's also. Good. <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> anyway, so, so please, there's cats on this channel. I know the cats. Um, you got yeah, the... it's... Won't somebody think of the cats? What? Nobody the... thinks of the cats anymore. <laughs> Release the butthole cut of cats. Uh, well, no, he's he's right there. I, I, I... <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I didn't actually watch the movie Cats. Um, oh God, dude! Heard <laughs> lots of things. Um, you know, anyone who likes cats, like the the, the animal, anyone who likes those, will, will never watch the movie or the 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 show because it's so stupid. I'm kind of stuck. Yeah, Kiss is kind of stuck giving him attention. Dude, his face. I mean, he's got one of these. That's what he looks like. He's literally smiling like that. He's a weird cat. Anyway. Okay, <laughs> and one of our other cats has decided to push through the door. Hopefully the black one won't mount. Oh god, we're gonna be a cost of our cats today. I can see it already. <laughs> we'll get through this show, I promise. We will definitely get through the show. Who's the real guest here? Who's the real guest? It's the cats. It's the cats. No well no, they're just they're just part of the show. They're actually co hosts. Oh <laughs> uh-huh. They're the extras that we hired to walk past. Yeah. It's it's the way it goes. So, so yeah. Um, Oh, God, my brain just broke. I think I just popped a fuse. Um, Can can anyone see steam coming out of my ears? Yeah. 
put steam there. I swear there's smoke coming out of my ears. I've literally just like forgotten what the other was trying to say. Um, you were trying to say something though, uh, uh, before the cats interrupted. Was I? I, I don't know. You, I, I don't think know. you were. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a problem uh, with, with getting into these about... things. You, for, you forget so quickly. Oh, I, I remember, I remember. Ah, there we go. I, I remember. It was, you, you were saying that you don't inject yourself into your work and like, that is definitely a healthier approach. Um, <sighs> because like, Art, art or creativity, you know, like when someone criticizes something that you've made and you've put time into, um, if you've put a lot of yourself in it, you can't distinguish between um, your work is shit and you are <laughs> shit. That's the same sentiment. Well, but yeah. like if you didn't put yourself in there, then it's like, okay, cool, I'll just get better. Or, okay, let's just scrap that and move on to something new. It's, it's a very, very healthy thing. To, to not put yourself into your work. There's two, two approaches, but you know, you end up with, with, with quality either way if you have the skill. Yeah, it just so, depends on what you do. I mean, like, if you inject yourself yeah. into the work, you can actually come up with a decent, you can come out with a decent amount of quality. It just depends on how you do it. I mean, if you do it stupidly and, yeah. and you, 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 you're, you're, if you do it the wrong way, it makes you look like a complete tit. And, you know, it just basically your entire your entire writing career is done because no one's going to watch you or read your comics after that. You'd have to change your name and do a different pseudonym, and you know, it just it, it wouldn't work like that. You know, I mean, most people would be very upset with something like that. So I get where you're coming from, but if you do it well, then you'll be praised for it. You know, and and that is the thing you will actually yeah. be praised for it if you do it the correct way. So um, I also need to disagree with you. Um, it's going back not not about putting yourself into the the work <laughs> and stuff, but when you when you started your introduction and you said that um, you can't at twenty two decide realize that you're good at drawing because I I realized at the age of thirty that I was good at drawing and I didn't really draw before that. So ha mm -hmm. ha ha yeah, dude. Jokes on me. I I. I Debunk your theory. That's case. Nice. Yeah. How much are you selling it for? Not. That's mine. That's a Christmas present. Yeah. That's, okay. That's a so, Christmas present from case. Okay. I don't. I don't yeah, sell I my drawings. I, I just. I just do them when I can and when I feel like it. Mm. Yeah. I need to get myself an acoustic because I have to start writing some music again. But. I was 30 when I started drawing, and yeah. and then I started practicing and getting good at it. So so. Nee, 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 nee. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I just, I just had to welcome. throw that in. One, I just had to throw that two. in there. Ah, it's, it's, it's def also, yeah, exactly what you're saying. For anyone who's like just starting out now, um, a lot of like actors and musicians made their break at like 45. Uh huh. Um. I'm not and, trying to make a break. Like sometimes, by the way. oh man! <laughs> yeah, no, no, I hear you. I hear you. Um, so I was talking to a friend the other day, and was basically like, "What if the thing you're destined to be good at, like the your intrinsic skill set, hasn't been invented yet? So, like, let's say it's the 1600s, Jeez, that's a, and that's a good point. You, you're you're born, and and you are like built to be an astronaut. Like, you can handle G-force. You know, you can." strategize at like in in, in three-dimensional space in your head because you you're, you're able to float like that in your mind but like there's space travel is far far away from being in <laughs> so you just you just 
like are born and you die never having never, never having been able to. to reach your full yeah yeah no, i 100 like, agree like like, like what so, about deep space travel for example you know i mean that that that, that will not happen exactly. for a long time at least not not the way that that or not not the intrinsic way that you'd expect it to happen now like you know i mean you look at the video games that we have we've got things like like x and everspace and um star, star citizen and all those kinds of games um that kind of space travel it's 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 working in i mean you're flying in in all different directions you got, you have to learn how to control land ships and stuff like that and it takes a bit of practice but in reality that's not even vaguely coming close to that we don't have anything like that yet it would be nice but we don't <laughs> you know and that's the sad truth cars. About it. yeah we so. still got cars you know that's that's uh, no that's as far as it goes <laughs> i want a car where you can push a button and then it'll just lift into the air and fly and you don't we don't even work. have petrol we don't even have <laughs> petrol right now <laughs> yeah, i don't think that's gonna happen for a long fucking time <laughs> i know but that's what i want i just want to push a button so that you can like get to where you want to go faster or if you're stuck in traffic you can just press the button and then go where you need to go but that's just my head <laughs> so the, the footsack traffic button yeah that should be called footsack traffic <laughs> the vt button not the vtol but the footsack no, traffic <laughs> you know you got the vtol which is the vert vertical takeoff uh, the vertical takeoff landing uh -huh. uh, system that is on aircraft at the moment it's not the vtol it's just the vt it's a footsack traffic <laughs> button <laughs> That is that is definitely a, a, a oh, plus man. on my side. <laughs> I like that. Switch VTOL out for foot sack traffic, definitely. That's good. Yeah. Let's do it. No, let me write that down. That's a that's a good comic idea. Let me just give it to Footsack. I hope this note makes sense later. Footsack, footsack traffic. I hope you know when you read something later and it's just like, what the hell what does the that even mean? What the fuck was I writing there? <laughs> <laughs> I know how you feel. I know exactly how you feel. That was your that first was... thought would just go. Oh no, I was I was in traffic and I got annoyed with it, so I just decided to write down foot sack foot traffic. To foot sack traffic. Okay. <laughs> uh... Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, but I I, I understand that. I like. I, I think it's a clever idea, but I mean, you know, we've got to. Get, we're still got to get through the the. The stage Petrol of actually parking. designing a proper flying car you know they've got they've got cars that can fly yeah they've got a car that can fly but um and they want to put it into production now but how expensive is that is that bloody thing going to be you know it's, it's not i don't think it'll be worth it and you'd have to have a, a whole completely different yeah. license because remember it's a flying vehicle <laughs> it means yeah, it is now an a, aircraft you need a pilot license exactly it is a flying vehicle, which means it's now an aircraft. What license do you need to fly an aircraft? <laughs> People don't think about that. It's like, oh yeah, cool. Can have a um, yeah. the, these guys that designed the car. Clever idea, design a flying car. I think a brilliant idea, very very well thought out. But um, did you think about the logic behind how that's going to work? Um, you know, the vehicle is no longer a car. It is actually a. a, a a hybrid of a car and a jet or a car and an aircraft which means you actually have to now have a different license and all that stuff designed for it because believe me a lot of people are not going to be able to fly and they will crash and it will be devastating it crashes. will crash 
you know that's the way what people also don't realize is devastating crashes not just a simple crash this car if this car goes off wrong you could fly into a house and kill a whole bunch of more a whole bunch more people he was gonna say a bunch of morons. A bunch of morons. Uh, sir, well, I would have said a bunch of morons. But <laughs> <laughs> I was actually trying to say because you're a moron. <laughs> well, it's close enough. Because <laughs> yes, I have I have an issue with moron drivers. Close I enough. really do. <laughs> so I heard on Twitch, not not Twitch, sorry, yeah. on Twitter, um, I think it was last week that. And and unfortunately, I couldn't listen to the whole thing. But you were having a like little chat on Twitter about content, well, about writing in Zimbabwe, um, and and mm -hmm. getting your books and stuff out there. And it, it sounded quite interesting. So, what made you decide to go onto Twitter and and, and start that discussion? Uh, mm, that's a that's a good that's a good <laughs> question. However, I don't have a good answer. Um, so I do a lot of things on a whim. Uh, I don't think I don't think anyone wakes up and they're like, I wanna, I wanna draw, I wanna draw a buff black dude in spandex. That's not a thought normal people have. Um, well, uh, yeah, I just you may just have been the first to get to it. <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah, no, I just I just decided I you know I had some things to talk about and uh, I unfortunately I can't host a podcast like some people um so i was just like <laughs> let me just jump on on twitter for a bit and uh and just speak my mind and then log off and then that that was like there was so you know what that the truth is a lot of a lot of bad things happened that week work-wise um just trying to figure out what the future of the industry looks like based on what i've seen over the last five years and where we are right now um, yeah. It's very difficult to to collaborate. It's very difficult to put your stuff into bookstores because we don't have comic book shops here. You have to like know the bookshop owner personally. And anytime you try to pitch like, oh, I want to put in, you know, maybe Quezzy, right? Imagine Quezzy just came out, Quezzy South African superhero comic, and there was no comic book shops. You would have to tell them, no, I, I want you to remove Harry Potter space for Quezzy space. And like I've said this so many times, it doesn't matter when the Harry Potter books are gonna sell; they will sell. Mm. But there's the yeah. risk that the bookshop is taking on, with with you know this unknown property by a local guy that no one knows, right? And between between the distribution, between the collaboration, between just you know, and as a comic book reader, the people who are coming to your stuff already consume the best content. So they're reading Japanese manga, they're reading like top tier DC DC Marvel books and so when yeah. they see yours that's the that's usually their only point of reference so they're not looking at the story or or like what you're building towards it's like this is garbage because all the other stuff I see in this genre you know is is top tier like very crisp line art the coloring is is popping but you look at like someone who's just doing everything by themselves as you know doing it between like editing recording doing the claps and everything there's so much that goes into producing one singular unit of of content so when it comes to comic book it's like writing scripting um the penciling inking coloring mm -hmm. going to the print shop figuring out why your blue on the screen is different from your blue on the page no one tells you that you need to you need to figure that shit out and all the other stuff just for you to put your book on sale and someone to say well this is shit 
And again, the thing I was saying earlier, you put in a lot of yourself into making this thing. You don't hear the book of shit, you hear everything that you're attempting to do your whole life up until this moment is shit. And it's just like, why am I even doing this? That is true. Yeah. It's very sad, but it's true. Yeah. It's sad, but true. I mean, the, the upside, not to be a, 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 a dubile downer, um, is, is that so the barriers to entry, I think that was how I opened the, the, the Twitter space thing. The barriers to entry for comic book artists are, are microscopic. If you decide you have a good idea that's worth putting on paper and worth sharing, worth putting online, it's, it's the, the gap between you not doing it and you doing it is like pencil strokes. Just drawing doesn't even have to be good. Um, <laughs> some of the best stories in the world have garbage art. Um, one Punch Man, one of the best anime out there. If you go look at the, go look at the manga or the original manga, this guy he basically drew on like pen, pen, pencil scribbles on napkins. Yeah, his, he felt his character and story were strong enough, and people were just like, "We're going to follow this because this is funny. This is this is cool. Yeah. This is a great concept." And eventually, eventually, you know, when he got picked up, they got a new artist on it. Then he got animated. So like. You just work towards your dream. Say like, fuck, fuck all the barriers. Fuck what mm. people's opinions. I believe in my idea. I believe mm. in yeah. in either my film, in my game, in my social media content creation. Just continue to do it. A following will come. May not be the following you want, but, but you would you would rather it. have exactly. <laughs> you would rather have like a solid hundred listeners or hundred followers, hundred readers, or versus like a million bots. On oh. your account, anytime you post, uh, just saying, "Oh, yeah. look, look at what I well, look at what I posted, Daddy. Look at my my DMs and my no. You really want hundreds of one hundred solid readers, um, just being like, this is great. Where to next? When's the next one? How mm. can we support? Mm. Where's your Patreon? You know, give us a link. Where can we buy this in stores, Amazon, whatnot? Yeah. And so, very much on the upside, believe in yourself. I guess that's that's the corniest thing I've said today. Um, <laughs> it may believe be in corny, yourself, but it's true. Believe in the ball. Throw yourself. <laughs> uh-huh. hey, hey. Yes, honorable speaker. <laughs> it is true, though. Um, you shouldn't really care about what other people think. If there is something you want to do, you should just get up and do it. And yeah. if you fail, you fail. If you succeed, you succeed. But at least at the end of the day, you can say you tried. Yeah. Yeah. That is the most important thing. At least I mean, you can I say it all I think we all do. Mm-hmm. I think I know a single person that hasn't. Yeah. But mm. on the plus side, anyway, aside from your own comics and your own your own books and and things like that, what is there anything interesting that you've been um, reading lately? Oh man, uh, let me. Let me pull up my my reading list um, of stuff that people can actually access legally. Um, so the Shonen Jump website. <laughs> hey, hey, this is this is a prime channel. We don't distribute illegal links here. Um, on the on the on the Shonen Jump website, there's some uh, really great uh, bangers that just dropped. Um, I don't actually know what the names of the thing because you know sometimes Japanese throws me off. Um, but it's a, it, there's a story, hang on, let me backtrack a little bit. So a lot of, a lot of like books that I read are like super powered, 
um i've got a demon inside me i'm trying to tame that energy like dragon ball z um yeah you know my hero academia but sometimes i like to pick up like a slice of life book just because you know there's there's something very rich about the way the japanese tell like grounded dramas yeah and and the one that the one that i picked up um looking for the name so it's called akane banashi and it's about like so it's a type of performance that happens in japan I'm, i'm learning it through the book and and again like when japan decides to teach you something they will teach you something in the book yeah um and they do like they do like one man show performances like they will sit and then they will like describe a drama there will be all the characters they'll make the sound effects they'll sing and that's like a that's a whole profession in japan and that's yeah. what the book is about effectively <laughs> i am so engaged this is the more i I'm, i'm i'm engaged there's six chapters out and i'm far more engaged in this than any other superhero comic that i've read today <laughs> and i'm having a good time just reading about one man show performance artist <laughs> nice um uh anything else uh mm, homesick pilots it's a it's an in, it's an indie it's an indie comic book about uh ghosts that like possess houses and artifacts and then you fuse with the artifact etc and you embody like the memories of the ghost um the art the art for that is phenomenal uh one more recommendation uh lookism on webtoons um it comes out every sunday i haven't read today's chapter but lookism lookism is one of those things where if i tell you about it it ruins the plot but we're, we're here to ruin plots and lives and cats so <laughs> if the, the the basic the basic premise of lookism is that there's a kid who's being bullied and bullying in korea is vastly different from anywhere else in the world um is he's being bullied um and he decides to switch schools and when he switches schools he falls unconscious and he wakes up and he's got two bodies now one body that's like a male model and then his regular body which is like short and fat and <laughs> so he has to juggle he has to juggle these two lives effectively um and that's just the start of the story it kicks into this like street gang fashion show martial arts deep trauma <laughs> cult following like it branches into so many genres that i'm just like i'm 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 confused but entertained i'm confused but entertained um, yeah so if you have a chance if you have a chance to pick up a comic uh one of those three definitely legally of course support the creators etc i need to add that disclaimer um what are you guys reading uh, i read books <laughs> I still... came from my whole career. <laughs> I'm, I'm still busy with the Northman's Fury. Um, it's it's uh, it's basically the history. Um, it's Viking history that I'm busy reading at the moment. Just like how they they came and they they slaughtered people up here in the UK and how how they're not the nicest people, no matter what people like to think. <laughs> But it also it gives their uh, lifestyle as. Um, it's called the Northman's Fury, um, but it also it, it tells you their their lifestyle uh, when they uh, from from not just when they came to raid here and how they got their asses handed to them by by um, the, the the one king. Um, I forget his name. I always forget his name, but uh, I think it was King George or something like that. Henry. But no, George. One of those. Not two. Henry. I don't think it was Henry. I think it was George. I can't remember. You know, someone correct me in the in the the, the chat anyway. 
um but uh essentially he he conquered the the vikings and kicked them out of the country um but it's not just about that it's also it's about the scandinavians so um you know vikings vikings are like they're they're they were considered mercenaries or privateers so you know they they they, they weren't they weren't really pirates but they weren't really the good guy either if that makes sense um you know the same yeah. as, as like when when uh when spain france uh england any of those countries used to go to war with each other they used to have privateers that would go out and hassle those those um those uh like the private ships and stuff like that um without any any consequences from the crown so so essentially they could basically attack and uh loot other ships and take all their stuff and take the ships as well if they wanted to and make their own stuff there and and they, they wouldn't be they wouldn't be um uh, basically arrested by the crown and then hanged as pirates because they were privateers so that's essentially the same thing that the the, the vikings essentially were the ones that that invaded invaded the united kingdom and, and, and actually you know attacked scotland and uh, ireland and england and wales and you know yeah they, they just they got there and after a while they got their asses handed to them but then you get to learn about the history of scandinavia and how how that actually happened and i'm busy work, working through that part at the moment um that's the one book i'm reading and then the other book i'm reading is a book called uh escape from mount villapend uh no one will have it unfortunately unless you're as lucky as i am no one will have that book as it is my mother's book <laughs> um oh. i'm busy reading that at the moment it's a fantasy novel as well um uh, it's also quite intriguing and uh i'm re- gonna start reading remedy fast's uh king of ashes soon so yeah <laughs> lots of books oh. king king alfred king of ashes, ashes. Alfred, thank you. No, Alfred. Alfred, thank you. Alfred, it was Alfred the Great, or Alfred the whatever the hell. Yeah, some some what one of those. Yeah, thank you. Yes, King Alfred, Um, uh, and yes, he was the one who chased the 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 people out of or the Vikings out of out of England and uh, managed to to basically stop them from causing cock anymore. (laughs) Angel, you. I'm reading. I hate Fairyland. Yeah. Yeah, she's a one book wonder. She likes to read one at a time. She doesn't do what I do. But, I like read five. Well, I've got this um, the the Egypt book that I still need to finish reading. The Egyptian, not not Isn't Egypt. Sorry, the Greek mythology book. The Egypt one was boring. Um, <laughs> the Greek mythology book I need to still finish reading, and then I need to finish the Horus Heresy. And then I need to finish um, Out of War. Very different books, but those are my books. Word. Yeah, very intellectual. The Art of War. Very intellectual. Mm. <laughs> it's, when, it's when Kez gets gets like more intellectual, she starts reading The Art of War and her Greek mythology and stuff like that. <laughs> It's interesting. I like I like just the the to learn more about them and their times and stuff like that. I've told her she should read the Iliad, but I don't know how well she'll be able to do with that because you know the Iliad is very confusing, even for, even for even for the the the, the, the widest brains, it, it's not not the easiest thing to understand. But um, I said she must try the Iliad, or maybe like an adaptation of the Iliad that's more understandable. <laughs> 
I will put it on my reading list. Mm, definitely. Definitely. That and what was the other one? Uh, the Odyssey. You know, you know who I'm, who I'm talking about, Homer. Homer wrote the Odyssey and the Iliad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah. you have to read the Iliad first. I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't. Sorry? Oh, for real? No, I, was, um, I didn't know that, that Homer wrote the, the Iliad. Yeah, he wrote the Iliad and the Odyssey, actually. Um, so, so, hang on, one of the cats is fighting. And no, this is not Homer Simpson. Yeah, for, for those of you smooth brains, it's, oh. not, it's not Homer Simpson we're talking about. <laughs> it's 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 Homer, as in like the 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 great poet Homer. Um, yeah, so he he actually wrote the Iliad and the Odyssey. But you, what what should actually be done is you should read the Iliad first because that is basically um, the beginning of of uh, the story. It's where everything started. It's where it's where um, Achilles and and uh, or it's where Troy was actually attacked at first. And it, it was even before that where you actually get to see the life of Achilles and the life of Odysseus and and just like see you might want to go and check on that um, and, and and see who these uh, you know the, the, these people of history were you know the, the 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 great warriors that fought in Troy and how Troy was destroyed and things like that. You also get to see that. Um, Homer was right about Troy, and people thought that that, that uh, Troy never existed. Um, a lot of people thought that Troy never existed, but Troy actually does exist. Um, they've, they've got the they found the walls of Troy um, in, in 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 Greece. So so it's it's I think they actually found it in Croatia. But it's impressive, you know. You find that you find that. I mean, if you if you just look at some of the history, you know, you just get blown away by it. It's it's it's, it's nice. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's that's where it starts, the Iliad, and then obviously everyone knows the Odyssey because um, they 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 I think they do Hercules through the Odyssey as well, or Hercules Hercules does the Odyssey as well. Um, but mm. essentially, it's the same thing. But it's actually Odysseus's trials that he he actually goes through. So very very interesting mm. concepts and stuff like that. So yeah. Anyway, enough of my, enough of me talking about bullshit like that. More about the, the <laughs> Masuko. More about the Masuko man. Um, um, what else do you want to know? Oh, that's not what we want to know. That's what everyone else wants to know. <laughs> oh. Although we don't have... We, we're um, not live, so it's, it's hard to ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, so... Hmm. Where do you think... Where do you think Captain South Africa would rank amongst all the other superheroes out there? Uh, rank in terms of what? Awesomeness. Awesomeness. Uh, oof. like a like a four. <laughs> Thinks very lowly of. So, so what you should do with Captain South Africa then is make them like a, one of the clumsy politicians. <laughs> That's. That's kind. Of, that's kind of the direction I'm. So, oh man, it's so hard to write Captain South Africa, because the decision I made was that she's non. She's a non-violent superhero, and I don't know what the hell that means. But she's. She's I'm basically. Doing my she's, best to try. She will give people hugs and ask them to stop fighting. No, what I what I think. Stop fighting. Make make her into like one of those the one of the 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 the, the really like dumbass politicians that we have, that you have in South Africa should I say like the ones that go 
Um, what's it? You should get more to make the to 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 talk them to to the make the just like have a long politician speech and just talk and talk and talk until they fall yes asleep until they fall asleep. That could, be, the, that could be her superpower. Things. She talks people to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> we're oh, obviously man. kidding. <laughs> For those of you watching, we're I mean, obviously I'm right. kidding. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Write this down. Write this down. <laughs> sure, while Bull writes this down saying, I'm going to do this. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, know, I don't know who it was. It's, it's, what are the health yeah. ministers? Um, they mentioned something recently that was just very stupid. Uh, I don't know what it was. Though. I, can't I mean, that could be any day. That what is the Silver Age yeah. Heroes? Oh, you really googling, googling me, huh? Um, it's her job. <laughs> so, so I I wrote an article recently, uh, just talking about some of my thoughts on on where the the Southern African comic book industry is going. And so in America, just for context, in America, the Silver Age of comics uh, came immediately after the Golden Age. So the Golden Age was the, this splash of new superheroes out there, the yeah. the Batmans, the, the, the Spider-Mans, everyone just blew out of the same era. Um, and then there was like a cool down period where things needed to be revised or revisited for like newer audiences. Not so much a reboot. But just like a consolidation, because a lot of companies were now coming to you. So like, um, who is this character? Shazam, or oh, Captain Marvel, whatever you want to call him. He was on in a Either different or. company, and like getting, yeah, getting all of them under like the a Marvel umbrella or getting them all under a DC umbrella was was that whole golden age period. So from like yeah. the 70s onwards, now Batman and Superman were part of like the the, the just society and the Justice League, and like we had a new Green Lantern who wasn't. Oh, the first green lantern. Lame. Um, <laughs> well, I didn't want to say that. I don't. I, I might work there one day. Um, so uh, the, the, the silver age, the silver age, um, was really just like new readers coming in, new uh, publishing line, etc. Right? And a lot of people, a lot of people always refer back to that period where it's like that's that is the birthplace of comics. The golden age just kicked it off. But like yeah. really, where where you know people started collecting books and and really falling into a fandom like up, upper level geekdom was the silver silver age yeah um, so for us in southern africa we like we haven't been making comic books that long um mm. but there is a distinct era change and it's not it's not like comic book companies consolidating it's you have these comics like Quezi, captain south africa whole bunch from zambia zim etc etc but because because of the era we're in, where a lot of things are being adapted to film or Netflix um, original series, the silver age for us means the silver screen. So the there's a group of superheroes, not not like not like the Avengers, like a group, like a collection, not a collection, a couple. There we go. Fuck. There's a couple of superheroes that um, have their own TV shows. Shadow on Netflix is a South African series. Jongo mm. on Amazon Prime, uh, also South African, but he visits Zimbabwe. Um, there's a YouTube series uh, about a Zimbabwean superhero. So like, right now it's like sure there's comics, there's still comics coming out, but the next step for superhero fans and like in, in like in America you could say that the Silver Screen Age was um, that first Robert Downey Iron Man. Like before that they were just like indie superhero movies, but then when the 
around 2008 like getting getting your film adapted or getting it onto screens um sorry getting your comic adapted and put onto screens that is the next step and so for us um it's really scrambling with netflix essay and being like hey here's here's this comic it has a following this is a proof of concept um the next step for us is making an eight episode series mm-hmm. and i think i honestly think that's such a it's such a great push because it's um it'll it'll assist a lot of intra-industry um hurdles so yeah. if you are now looking for content as a netflix executive sure you you can go read a book right but like the with a with a comic book the characters are already designed um you really have the the world and architecture of the place set up like mm-hmm. prop design etc it's it's like a it's like a, a a pitch bible in itself that you can just be like here here adapt this like don't change any words just adapt this yeah it's, it's good as is you can use them as storyboards as like pre-production um so yeah that for me that's the silver age moving moving on to mm. screens silver screens yeah now i get it. Yeah. I, look to be honest i don't really watch that many um uh, hollywood things anymore anyway but that's my own thing um i just i don't I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I got better things to do with my time. I really do. <laughs> so, so I get where you're coming from, though, because there are certain things that, like, I, I do watch certain shows and things like that. You know, like I'll watch um, The Witcher, for example. I do think that's that I, I uh, it's a very good show. Um, and then there's 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 what there's like a couple of other decent shows that I'll watch. Um, you watched well. Shazam. I liked Shazam. I thought Shazam was really funny. Um, I thought it was very well written, actually. <laughs> so I love that. Um, but I'm not a big Marvel DC fan anymore, as it were. Um, I, I like to watch more of the the. Um, or if I'm going to watch or read any of the, the the comics, it'll probably be more the anime side of things now. Or so, even indie things. Or even indie things, yeah. But um, I, for example, I like I like um, uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, I, we just finished the series. Oh my recently. god! You're touching notes. Hey. Did you watch the movie? Did you watch I haven't the watched the movies yet. No, no, I haven't watched the movies yet. Uh, we've just finished the series, though. So, no, so we're, watch, we're, we're watch the movie. Watch the movie. Yeah, we'll watch I'm the movies. I'm guessing they're Sorry. quite good. <laughs> Sorry, like, when, when I talk about, when I talk about, like, my origin into watching anime, I always mention Samurai X as Ronnie Kenshin as the first thing I ever watched. Yeah. But the first, like, sci-fi thing that got, got me into Giant Robot, Neon Genesis, it was on Sci-Fi yeah, Channel on DSTV in South Africa. Yeah me, yeah, me too. Neon wow. Genesis Evangelion wow. was my first, my first foray into, into um, Gundams and and basically giant ass robots. Yeah. Um, I I used to I used to love Mech Warrior as as a as a, a younger kid when I was playing games. So I used to play I used to love playing nice. Mech Warrior, but it was a very different kind of robot that was like a more straight robot that would turn like yeah. a proper robot would. Uh, whereas um, whereas the, the 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 Gundams are more like they're they're you know very agile they're like you can fight with swords and you can pick up guns and shit like that they were like just big ass versions of humans with little humans driving them you know it was quite cool so um yeah but but neon genesis was was my first um i'd much rather watch that than go back to watching um Yu-Gi-Oh again (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh sucks (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh is like is and and i'm pretty sure i'm gonna get a lot of flack for this but in my opinion, Yu-Gi-Oh is like Dragon Ball Z, where they take forever to 
get to the point of a story. Actually, no, because Dragon Ball Z, uh, uh, watching the previous episode, watching the previous uh, season that I was watching, it's actually faster paced. <laughs> How sad is that? Dragon Ball Z, a show that we all know is not very fast paced because it's next time on Dragon oh. Ball Z. You, yeah, you know you're going to get it. Yeah, and you know you're going to get it every single time. But it's still faster paced than Yu Gi Oh! Yu Gi Oh! is like, they, 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 you run through an episode and you're like, okay, get to the point. He's like, he'll, he'll, he'll have a, a card battle for like three days. You're like, dude. Put the cards down and win the fucking match. It's like Magic the Gathering, just more stupid. <laughs> it's not that fucking hard. Oh, man. <laughs> but, oh, man. Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh. I could never get into Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, but it did It did segue me into card gaming. So oh. thanks. Not me. Thanks, Yu-Gi-Oh, for that. Yeah, no, unfortunately, Magic the Gathering was... was <laughs> I, I, my, my cousin actually got me started on Magic the Gathering and then I stopped as well. I don't do Magic the Gathering anymore. I do, however, do some of the classic games like Star Trek CCG and Lord of the Rings CCG. I do do those. I, I've, uh -huh. I actually connected a whole bunch of cards there as well. That, those are the ones that I definitely will keep connecting. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse that. That was. You're excused. That was my, my hay fever cough because I've got freaking hay fever now as well, which happens every spring. Change of season? Yeah, every spring I get this runny nose and the slight cough and then sneezing, sneezing, sneezing. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, I was doing a, a, a so Jim Carrey there. Aside from reading and stuff, um, is there any interesting PC games or console games or board games that you've played or that you're looking forward to playing? If you play uh, any. So, yeah, so for a long time, I couldn't be a PC gamer but just because my PC was so shit. Um, so I've been a Yay. great fan of uh, Let's Plays. Anytime anything comes out, like Death Stranding, when Death Stranding came out, I was like, man, I wish I, wish I could play this for myself. And I was watching someone who I, I don't want to question their intelligence, but Death Stranding requires some thinking and some reading. And yeah. just watching them fuck up for like 20 hours, I, I was so mad. Um, <laughs> and and <clears throat> I saw this game, Detroit, Detroit Become uh. Human. Um, mm. I don't know what year it came out. It's fairly, fairly recent. Not, not, not like in the last year or so. But Detroit Become Human is 15, yeah. Yeah, it was so, so no, I think it's 2017. Hang on. 2017? Wow. Yeah, they spent they three years working on it. Um, I think it came out 2017. 2018. Anyway, 2018. April. Yep, 2018 was the release um, again. So, man, like, I was like, I watched. I watched someone play through the whole game and it's one of those games where it is a it's your tailored experience because your decisions obviously start piling up and the ending is like you like the first decision you make is to pick up a fish mm. either either to leave it outside of its out of the tank or put it in the tank yeah. and yeah. you're like eh, this, this, this probably does this probably doesn't affect anything and then you're like oh let me put the fish back in the tank immediately you see software instability because you're an android and it's like you made a very human decision and that nudges, it nudges you to be, 
and I was like, bro, it's just a fish. <laughs> and and the rest of the game is just a lot of it's very intense decision making. And mm. I was like, as soon as I get a good enough PC, I am getting Detroit. So maybe two, three weeks ago, I just I was like, I told my brother, yo, do, please buy me this on Steam. He got it. Took me cock long to download it because download speed is, is, is a bit wild. So it was like three nights <laughs> um, of just solid downloading. Jesus Christ! And then it finally came. I was like, bro, bro, <laughs> I've never, I've never. Okay, that's a lie because I had dial-up internet. I, I watched downloads boil like pots. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Detroit, Detroit, man. I love that game. game. That's it's a damn good game. Before, it's a damn good game. Before Detroit become human, uh, I mean, I, I was always a gamer on some level. Um, uh, I don't know how much I can talk about illegalities, um, but I played a lot of well, it depends. Um, Game Boy <laughs> games. Yeah, yeah. Mean, but, what do you mean by illegalities? Do you mean like selling the seven seas? Um, yeah, but yes. <laughs> but just the state of selling the seven seas. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was selling the seven seas, and uh, I got uh, a Game Boy, kind of, not really. Um, and I downloaded a whole no, I got I got a whole bunch of games um, for the for said Game Boy, and that was just my life for a while. Um, yeah. I got really into figuring out what what kind of gamer I was, and I ended up being like a tactics gamer. Um, so mm. like, oh man! So if you've ever played like Japanese role playing games, so like your Final Fantasies, your Golden yeah. Suns, blah blah blah. Big, the big fan of the level fantasy. above that. Final fan Fantasy is amazing. Yeah, I love my JRPGs. Um, but the level above it. Yes. Yes, JRPGs for the future. Um, <laughs> except for Final Fantasy, you know what? I'm, I'm not. I'm not ever gonna work at Square, so I can say this. Final Fantasy 13 was was shit, <laughs> and I'll, I'll yeah. never forgive Dude. them for a little. Oh my! Kes Kes loves Fuck. Final Fantasy 13. I love it. I. It's it's different. I'm, um, but I'm sure um, the story is. I'm sure the story is good. Yeah, it's titillating. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, no. I haven't I really finished it though. So I started playing it and then I I, I stopped. I don't remember why. And I've never really uh, played it. Uh, you know why? You know why? Because it's garbage. Yeah. Um, Probably. It's not. It's not. It's not, you know what I like. My Final Fantasies were seven to ten. Those were my biggest. My my most favorite Final Fantasies were seven to ten. So seven, eight, nine, yeah. and ten were were actually my ultimate. Um, Final Fantasies, they were the best Final Fantasies I've actually ever played. Um, so, so for me, that that was where I was like happiest was was, was playing those, those those ones because they were still JRPGs. They weren't they weren't going into the 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 um, adventure game territory. Yeah, the adventure. You know, let's all adventure now. You know, oh, it's adventure time. <laughs> if I want to play an adventure game, I'll buy an adventure game. Final Fantasy is not that not that game. Thank you. But then, then of course, you get the new the new release of Final Fantasy VII, which I'm not exactly impressed with. I mean, everyone's like, "Oh, the graphics are so pretty. The game is so pretty. Oh, it's such a great game. It's built on, it's built on this engine, and you can do this kind of fighting, and it's really cool because it's more interactive. You can now run around and actually fight like proper, like you would if you were playing an adventure game. It's like, yeah, but I'm playing it as an RPG, JRPG. I don't want to play it like a fucking adventure game." 
So I, I, I've got a big problem with, with the new Final Fantasy VII, just so you know. Because <laughs> um, I don't like I don't like the fact that they changed the, fight, the, the, the way your battles um, progress. I'm sorry, but you know what? I like turn-based fighting for a reason. I like the game built as a turn-based fighting game because that was what Final yep. Fantasy was all about. You know, it was about you hit that person, they hit you, you time your attacks, you strategize your attacks, and you go in and fuck them up. Simple. That was it. Was a really cool way to actually play a game. And then they they, they brought out this new Final Fantasy, and I thought, you know, okay, cool, make the graphics better, make it make it all decent and stuff like that. But then they started bringing in the 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 fighting the, the fighting style from Final Fantasy 15, which is more, it's way more. Um, I suppose you can call it Witcher based. Where you know, if I'm gonna play, if I wanna play a game like The Witcher, I'll play The Witcher. You know, um, where you actually run around fighting with your sword. Yeah, exactly. I love The Witcher. It's a really good game. It's not turn-based. It's a very good yeah. game, though. But it's not turn-based. Um, very. So uh, th that was what disappointed me was that they, they they took Final Fantasy, and they literally just they 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 made it into a new game. Final Fantasy VII should never have been made uh, remade if that was what they were going to do. Uh, should have just stayed as as Final Fantasy VII back in the past. Um, but that's my opinion. I also think that that Square Enix no, is out to is out to rip people off. And they're too blind to see it um because they're like oh here we go we're gonna give you final fantasy 7 chapter part one, one and, and we're gonna make you pay two, full price for it three, and then chapter seven million and billion yeah. trillion because what they're doing is they're giving you they're giving you final fantasy 7 part one which means you can now basically disc one of the game remember the discs they, they, they you had <laughs> yeah, discs yeah so you got the you basically got the first disc you just paid full price for the first disc of final fantasy 7. Yep. well fucking done Woo! you are an idiot <laughs> that's how i said you just paid full price for disc one of final fantasy 7. you're now going to pay full price for disc two and for disc three i can tell you now they're going to do that they're going to fucking butt fuck you and you're going to just smile and take it <laughs> I, 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 no I'm sorry, but no. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I've, I'm very, yeah. I, I am very, very anal about companies taking advantage of gamers like they do. And Square Enix are are the biggest culprit of them all. They actually are the biggest culprit of them all. They're the ones that have actually started seriously, basically ripping off all of the gamers out there, you know. And 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 people are blindly following them because it's Square Enix. It's like, you shouldn't be blindly following them just because that's Square Enix. If they do something wrong, fucking tell them. You know, I mean, I've, I, I watch a guy, um, Young Yeah. He's a, he's one of the content creators on YouTube. He's a very good, he's a very good um, uh, gaming analyst and, and reviewer and things like that. And he also agreed that it, it's, it's, what are you doing, Square Enix? Why are you, why are you actually trying to rip the players off more? You know, because basically what you're doing is you're just saying, well, we want more money from you for half a product. So come, give us money. You know, we, we'll give you we'll give you that much of the product, but you've got to give us more money every single time. So when we upgrade it, we want more money, more money, more money, more money, more money. And, and you know, he's also got a, got a thing about Final Fantasy Online. He doesn't like it. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, enough of my ranting. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> what are your opinions on that? <laughs> oh, man. I saw... So the reason why I always come for Final Fantasy 13 first is exactly what you said. Like again, I like the story 
the story is probably amazing. Probably. I haven't gotten into it. Everyone loves Lightning for some reason. So I assume yeah. that the story is good. The characters are dope. But yeah. half of, like, no. 90% of a game is the gameplay. It, it yes. doesn't matter how good the story is. Mm. And and it, it took, so Final Fantasy XII, I will allow that, like, it's, it's halfway between... It's halfway between what 15 is doing and what <laughs> 10 was. 10, 10 fucking amazing. 15, yeah. it's basically a, a button, a button, button masher. So 12, yeah. 12 had a really <laughs> good middle ground. So it, seven. But 13 just, just said, 13 just said, okay, you can control one character. Yeah. Um, and the rest are just dancing next to you. And I'm like, yeah, so what, so annoying. what, what, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I played for like three hours. And I was like, am I doing something wrong? Can I not swap? Can, I, at some point I just pressed all the buttons. And and at another point I had to go to fucking Google. You know, you know, you know, back in the day when when you were tired of a game, you went to Cheat Planet. Cheatplanet.com. Cheat Planet, yeah. That's how you can find decent cheats. You need, you know, or full walkthroughs of games. Like oh, yeah. Disney was wild back then. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah. Yeah, no, so, and so uh, it's yeah, I agree with you. And, and also, gone are the days of of, of playing playing a game, um, and, and and actually being able to 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 play that game and make mistakes and fuck up. <laughs> and if you don't save, yeah. you're an idiot. <laughs> Nowadays, it's like, oh, we'll just auto save for you. You know, it's like I like that's one of the things I like about The Witcher as well. It's like they they, they tend to they tend to say like. We're gonna remind you to save every once in a while, but we're not gonna do it for you. <laughs> you fucking die, you're done, mm-hmm, dude. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> Especially die. when you go into the hardcore fighting, you know. So they give you, they they do the whole auto save thing on the easier on the easier levels, you know. Like if you choose um, uh, song uh, 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 song and bards or whatever the hell it is, like the, the easy one. Um, but if you if you go on, go past that onto onto um, you know, getting getting a little bit hurt and then going on to blood and broken bones. They don't tell you. You got to you've got to know what you got to do. Um, yeah. I like that. Um, back at the, back in the when I was playing games, we never had saves. We couldn't save games. You know, this is going back to like Sonic the Hedgehog and and um, Rockman and and Golden Axe and all those games. We never had saves. Yeah. We, we 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 had like pass a level, get a code so you can go into the next level because you can't save. You know, there's no memory cards and stuff like yeah. that back when I was a kid. So it was frustrating when you died, but you just carried on. You just did it again. Started all yeah. over again and you did it again and again and again and again. Because that's what you do. And nowadays it's all like save and save and save. And it's, just, it's no longer no longer my kind of gaming. I, look, I, I, I understand that some people don't want to, but you know, don't go after the people like, for example, the ones who play Dark Souls. Don't go after them and tell them, oh no, well... You shouldn't be you shouldn't be be uh, uh, telling people to get better at the game. The game should be made be made easier. No, if you don't want to play the game, then don't fucking play it. But people like mm-hmm. Dark Souls because it's so hard. But don't tell them that they have to make it easier for you because you can't finish it. To be fair, there are some Dark Souls people out there that are quite mean. No, no, look, I'm not going to say that there aren't any Dark Souls people out there that are quite mean. There are serious, I'm going to say it hard and I'm going to say it fast, cunts, okay, out there in the Dark Souls community. There actually are. And the whole fact of the matter is, is you want to treat people like that because they're not good at the game yet, then go fuck yourself. Because to be honest, some people are still trying to get used to the game and trying to get good at the game. It takes time. They're not fucking brilliant as they come in. 
you know it's like you know you you have people like that and then you have people like toast who come in and actually help you you know they, they like like toast actually sat down i shit you not we, we we sat down and we played um bloodborne and he actually showed me what mm-hmm. i need to do to get through certain parts so i know how to actually play the game because it's fucking hard it's not an easy game but he came in it's and not. he actually he jumped in with me and him and i ran through the game and he said this is what you do and this is how you do it to get past these parts it's difficult but you will eventually get comfortable with fighting this is what you should do build up your health rather than everything else at the moment you want to be more you want to be able to survive a battle and you won't survive a battle if you have no health to do it with no matter how strong you are if you don't at least you know if you can't take a hit you're gonna die in seconds so you know and, and toast actually guided me through that so so toast shot my bro but you got other people out there who are complete assholes and who will treat other players like shit just because they're not good at the game yet and that i don't respect but in that, at the end of the day it's yeah. it's a two-way street don't don't kind of go and tell the people who play the game oh no you should make it easier because i can't play it no I agree. You should probably start practicing and getting better. It's the same thing that they did with Gran Turismo. People are getting pissed off because the game is too hard. It's like the licenses are too hard. I can't pass the licenses. Oh, they're too hard. Uh, I'm gonna go and shout and moan and groan on the shout and moan and groan because the licenses on the are too forums hard. and tell Gran Turismo to make the game easier because. I can't pass the licenses. <laughs> now here's the thing. Alright. I haven't been able to pass some of the licenses yet. It doesn't mean I'm going to stop. I get pissed off. I'm not going to say I don't. It's fucking frustrating when you keep failing at the license. But I'm not going to go after fucking polyphony and say to them, uh, It's your fault. It's your fault that I can't pass the license. No, I'm just not good enough yet. Clearly, I'm not good enough at that track. Yeah. I just keep practicing until I'm, I get good, you know. And that's what I believe that Gran Turismo is trying get to good. do. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't believe that people should be should be going after companies for making the game the way they always have. Um, Gran Turismo, I think, has now kowtowed and decided to make the the licenses a bit easier, and I don't like it. I like the fact that Gran Turismo's licenses were difficult. It makes it more challenging, which is what I like, because then it makes me feel. <laughs> like i've actually succeeded i think we should let bill rant for a bit now but yeah bill go and rant hmm? rant uh, I, I i haven't played gran turismo but fuck him <laughs> i guess um <laughs> um not gran turismo they're, they're good they're good but yeah carry on <laughs> uh, uh you know, i haven't i haven't played uh any racing games in such a long time and i don't i didn't know about the the, the licensing thing but yeah, games games are so there are games that are made to be an escape, and there are games that are made to be challenging. Like mm-hmm. pick pick your poison and don't 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 complain about the others. Don't don't exactly. complain about what's not your cup of tea. Exactly. Um, and oh man, it's it's some people some people have the belief that you know you should have the the option to have an easy level, and then obviously you scale up to you know murderous blood or whatever the other. <laughs> A bit of the level difficulty setting is. Yeah. But uh, if your game is intended to like really make players throw their controller at the wall, from the get-go, there should not be... I mean, it, it could go from like death to murderous, right? You can have <laughs> you can have the one that's like challenging and the one, and that's, the one like that's like impossible. Only, <laughs> only the people who... Tr- the one that's impossible. 
Like it's des it's designed that you can't get past the first level. That there should be yeah. that option for you. Because when you because when you do succeed at the impossible, the the fucking gra no trophy, no game award will give you that kind of gratification. <laughs> yeah, when you when so you cool. when you destroy something, someone said is impossible. Fuck gaming, man. It's it's a it's a different media altogether. Like it the, is. The, the interactivity, the the amount of craft and care that goes into making something mm. that someone someone comes into your world and they are like it's like a, it's like watching like if as a game developer watching a newborn baby just walk and talk for the first time and just <laughs> learn to stand for themselves it yeah. is like i used to make games like way way back in the day i didn't publish any but i i, I made them um and mm -hmm. a couple of friends played them and it's just watching your friend figure out how things work and why you made the decisions you made and then commenting on stuff that you didn't even think that they would notice because yeah. everything everything that you put into it is small attention to detail and it's an accumulation of of all of your experience and so if you've been playing games you know for decades and you you don't want you don't want to 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 pivot out of that experience that you've been crafting like like with me when i came into jrpgs it took me a long time of navigating other genres to finally get to the point where I'm like, I actually like turn-based games. I like to stop and think about my fights and plan and strategize. Um, I, I, ooh, platformers frustrate me <laughs> a lot. Um, I think they're frustrated as well. <laughs> no, I, I like platformers. Yeah, they, they, I, I mean, I play. Yeah, platformers like are great. They're and things great. Like that, they're hard, but they're great. <laughs> they're great. Um, I remember playing uh, Jack and Dexter for the first time. Um, it wasn't even the full game. This was, this, this was back when PlayStation 2 had just come out, and they just they gave the demo you demos with the game. Or <laughs> you bought them, you, you, man. The fucking blue or black bottom discs, man. Throwback. Yeah. Um, and Jack and Dexter was because like, I went from like playing like Rayman on the PlayStation One to yeah. playing Jack and Dexter on PlayStation Two, and I was just like. I get it now. The graf graphics are important. The mm. gra graphics are important because um, mm. it it's part of it's part of that experience, and yeah. it's the reason why I won't go back and play games from my childhood because <laughs> the way I remember them and the way they are two vastly different things. Yeah, they'll, like they'll your, change. Your mind superimposes. Yeah, they like yo your your childhood imagination like builds on whatever was put in front of you yeah. to make it a whole lot more enjoyable. And I, I guess memories. people who are playing. <laughs> You'd be it surprised will. with certain it games, will. though. So, like, um, yeah, no, certain, certain games, definitely. Mm. You, you, you look at like um, the, the games that I played back on on uh, NES. Okay, and again, I'm gonna say it like I did before. I played on the original NES, not the one that everyone everyone knows, but the original one that was yeah. like designed before the the big nes came out there was a little one that came out that was actually made in japan and that was the one that i actually owned and um oh, it, was a, it was the tiniest little thing the smallest little thing and it was so cool but i played things like Rockman, and um that was what originally was called everyone calls it Mega Man now but it was originally called Rockman. was the, the actual original game and the, those are the kind of platformers that I used to play, and the first Rockman was probably one of the most difficult games I've ever played. 
Holy crap, it is so hard. If you and if you don't have a save button, <laughs> it's even fucking harder. But going back to the nostalgia of that, I don't remember it any differently from what I remember it now. So if I play the game now, it's exactly the same as how it was when I was a kid. Um, only because the game was that well made. You know, it it, it it you didn't need to use like imagination to be able to actually get that game to be good. The game was just good as it was. The same as Sonic the Hedgehog. You know, you know what the game looked like. You know exactly how it looked, and it was great then. Still great now. I still enjoy the Sonic the Hedgehog one, two, three, Sonic and Knuckles, all those games. I like them. They're cool. They are cool. Hmm. Ah, it's about that time. Bill, it's about that time, which means we're going to be uh, having to end the, 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 the podcast as it is now. It's been over an hour already, so it's, it's, <laughs> it's about that time we do that. So what we want you to do is plug yourself. Where can our fans find you and all your content? On social media, not your um, physical address. Yeah, don't, don't care about your physical oh. address. Yeah. We don't want you doxing yourself. Okay, backspace, 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 backspace. Um, <laughs> where can you find me? Uh, so I've tried to get all my social media under one hashtag or one at handle. Uh, so it's Bill Masuku Art B I L L M A S U K U A R T. Um, slow that down or rewind if you didn't catch that the first time. <laughs> It'll it's be on in Instagram, the description. It's on Twitter, it's on Facebook. <laughs> okay, dope. Read the description for people who do read. It also um, shows up on the screen above your picture, so. Oh, yeah. So open your eyes and don't don't have this <laughs> on Anchor FM. I mean, if you're listening on Anchor FM, then please write. But um, that's that's where I listen to it. Um, oh, cool. <laughs> uh, anyway, what else? What else? Uh, you can Google me if, if you want any extra information, and then DM me. I'm I usually reply, but my last job is taking up a lot of time. So if you if you need to get to me i will take a couple of days but i will reply so questions comments theories you want to talk about nostalgia gaming how to get on this podcast cheat codes i got the back door um for, <laughs> for you uh, thank you so much thank you so much for having me it has been a blast talking about comics and games and so on and so forth um thank you for the book recommendations as well i'm gonna I'm check those out yeah definitely definitely I'll, I'll i'll see if um at some point i'll, I'll get the, the 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 other the dagger care because it is going to eventually be um released and all that stuff but we'll, we'll have to wait on that one unfortunately um i'll let you i'll let everyone know including the fans when that book is coming out um but yeah we don't we don't plug ourselves anymore it's just too much work there's way too much to say. so we've stopped doing it except that we are now on rumble um, so you can find us there as well. Our videos are auto uploaded to, to rumble, which means that you will see the podcast the same as you do on YouTube. It's just on rumble. So you'll see us there. Uh, if you want to give us a, a follow, a like, and, uh, or give us a follow and a rumble, we'd be, we'd be appreciative because we like to, we like to be on as many platforms as possible. And so far rumble is one of the good ones. We've seen that it's not picking up great. So picking up better. I'm Englishing very good today. Um, but anyway, guys, Bill, thank you so much for joining us. It has been a hoot and a half. We've had a lot of fun. Yes, we have. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> the, for, for anyone who's wondering, the delay is only because it's a standard delay. We have that sometimes, unfortunately. Um, anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Remember, oh, remember to hit that subscribe button if you really like the video. 
hit the like button if you liked the video hit the unlike button or dislike button if you didn't like the video and give us a comment as to why so we can change what needs to be no. changed anyway guys thank you very much and as always remember keep it keep it, keep it, keep it.